0: Okay, first question then, Natalia. So, thank you for letting me interview you. Here goes. First question. Why do you want to do this interview?
1: Um, because I think I'm a maverick.
0: Okay. How would you define a maverick?
1: Someone who does things differently than others. Someone who excites people. And someone who surprises everyone around with their...
0: Ideas that aren't outside the box. Aren't outside the box or are outside the box? Are
1: outside the box. Okay. Or as I call it, outside the bubble.
0: Outside Outside the bubble. Yes, I saw that on your TED talk. So why do you think you're a maverick?
1: Because I think that I, um, first of all, do things differently and I feel, since i started what I'm doing, that what
0: I'm doing has a meaning. What I'm doing helps people and what I'm doing inspires people. Awesome. The The London School of Economics developed a maverickism scale. I'm going to give you seven statements and you just need to say true, false, can't decide. People tell me that I'm a maverick or words to that effect.
1: True.
0: I have a knack for getting things right when least expected. True. I have a way of solving problems which is different from other people.
1: True.
0: I am much more productive than other people.
1: Candidate. Okay. All true. True. I think true because I do million things today. I think
0: true. Okay. I have very unusual talents. True. I am generally underestimated by people.
1: Uh, false.
0: I do things differently and better than most people when I work. Can't Okay. Why do you do things differently,
1: Nat? Because there's uh, too much of doing the same around us. At work, in life, in whatever we do, it's too much of the same. Something needs to be changed, so I found a niche to try and do something else.
0: Wonderful! Can you give me an example of what you do differently and how?
1: I guess is what I do as a business, so basically I record the information differently. We have uh, endless PowerPoints, we have endless uh, meetings, forums, um, you know, conversations between people, businesses. It's very daunting and it's heavy. And my way of recording information um, is easier to remember, it's creative. Everyone understands visuals, enjoys them. And it's more fun than the
0: end of the day because business is sometimes too serious. Thank you. Is what you do equated to the bottom line or to something else?
1: Can you explain that? Please?
0: Yep. The bottom, line is, the bottom line is where people add up how much money they've made. So is this oh. to do with what you're doing equated with making money or is it something else?
1: Uh, making money comes, and I've learned that with time comes naturally as I go, which I would never expect. Not maybe to that level that I can actually live off it, invest in things, get excited about things.
0: But why uh, do you do it's this? More,
1: it's more the, since I had that first breakfast with your other Maverick Darren, mm. it's more the kind of physical need, psychological need, To literally do it. I always wanted to do it. I never knew how. So the moment that I got the opportunity, I knew this is who I am, what I do.
0: Okay. Is being, is any part of being a maverick to do with having autonomy over your life?
1: I think in a way, yes, because I find myself super much more creative when I have autonomy For example, within my day, within my week, within my month, I can plan, let's say, my day to the best of my, uh, basically, so I can be the best as I am, instead of sitting from 9 to 5 or 6 in an office which broke my creativity, which broke my spirit, which made me unhappy, and just, you know, zero energy, to the place where I'm excited about every day, because it's, I, I... Created. Okay.
0: Does doing things. Like thank you. Does doing things differently require certain skills? And if so, what are they?
1: Yes, I think a lot of gut, first of all. Okay. Uh, because, <laughs> because I think, no, because basically, whenever it's, uh, you know, started or even now, people say, oh, wow. You're so confident to do that that you started it that you're doing it. are you not afraid that it will fail, that you won't have enough money, that people won't like it? Of course, I was always afraid, and the the fear will be always somewhere there, even if you're doing great, uh, money-wise or work-wise. It is somewhere there, but uh, it's nothing that um, it's it's part of my life. I'm I'm excited for it. Too much to worry about it. Okay. Um,
0: Yeah. Okay. What are the challenges to being a maverick in business?
1: Um, challenges that you might not be accepted,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that what you do might not be exciting for others. Mm-hmm. You'll be just excited for yourself, and that actually doesn't really transfer to what people need. Okay. Um, and basically the fear of kind of what's going to be tomorrow, what's going to be next year. Am okay. I actually you know, is that worth the whole energy, stress levels and everything, all that time put into it. Okay. But then you know always in the end that it does.
0: Okay. What aspects of your character influence your being a Maverick?
1: A get-goer, go-getter, whatever you think.
0: Yeah? <laughs>
1: uh go-getter. Uh so basically uh, uh uh, I guess just my personality that basically I just feel the need to do it. I, um, I I. always live by, I have even here on my wall, the saying that always pushed me through through the worst times and feeling like, oh, okay, this is not for me. Um, it says shut up and deal with it, and it uh, might sound quite, you know.
0: No, 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 it's not. excellent.
1: But it, it is a kind of, it shows for me the whole life, like even my personal life and my business life, meaning that whenever something was worse, uh, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't put the energy, the time, uh, all that stuff that you we were supposed to do, then don't even whine about it, that it doesn't work. Yeah. And even if, if you did and it still doesn't work, well, you need to push through, you need to look at the positive side of everything, you've learned as you went you've met people, you you have some new skills, you have some new experience, this is all positive. Okay. Whatever you
0: decide to do. Okay. Are you born or bred a maverick? Can you explain please? me?
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, some people say it was, I was always like this. And some um, people say, you know, I learned these things along the way, my dad I, was a bit like this. Uh,
1: definitely born, because, i remember i was since small i was always drawing my mom used to say give her a piece of paper and some pens and she's happy so that was always somewhere there within me i needed to do it i didn't mind the time but, time was not even an issue yeah but that was and, about the
0: drawing what about being a maverick doing things differently being
1: a maverick. i mean i feel like i've always been doing things a bit differently and i've always been kind of pushing the boundaries meaning Uh, You know, uh, my first business started when when I was 12, and it was quite successful for my age. So that was super exciting. So tell me what that was. Okay, so my house was basically a handmade artistic pillows factory. Handmade artistic pillows.
0: Uh, Okay, got it. That was your house where Uh, you grew up.
1: Right. Okay. uh, what I mean by factory was my mom was... Creating the material for the uh, pillows. Right. I was painting anything the clients, my first clients, wanted on the pillows. So from you know love uh, messages to drawings to writing to whatever. And I was quite successful with. At some point, sometimes in the house, it was uh, thirty odd boxes. Okay. Mom sewing all the time, me painting all the time. Okay. yeah, so it's not even about that. It's just about that I always wanted to do a bit more than just what I was asked for. Okay. I always, had that, I always had that need, first of all, to learn a lot more than some other kids would even take. So basically, instead of, again, running around in the, in the outside, which is a great thing to do when you're young, I would take up violin classes, I would take up English classes, I would take up my little businesses, uh, things and and talk to people about them and get them excited. When I was 10 or even less, I would uh, take all my mom's stuff from the kitchen, from sugar to uh, rice to whatever, set it up in my room. So that was probably the first business. And I would beg everyone with different ways to come to my room and buy some stuff. From the kids. Right. Okay. Yes. Right. Of course everyone was annoyed, rather than would hate me, but I was like, Mom, what? Yeah. Please come and get some sugar. You need right. it, right? Yes. Okay. Can I have two bags of sugar cake? And, and she would go and I'm like, Do you need anything no. else? maybe a coffee, and she's like, yeah, okay, I'll take the coffee, okay. So, you know, I was
0: always kind of that kind of... I think these little skills were in me since I was a Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, I think you've answered the next question, which was, do you think your childhood in any way impact on you being a maverick? Uh, You know
1: what, I think my dad was uh, very much so, because... he used to paint a lot of painting and he used to what he used to make it was carving in wood for literally for hours and days, beautifully done frames and things like that and, and whatnot. But it's not even what he did, but basically I think how he, uh, what he made with it, how he basically, uh, how people thought that he's just doing things a bit differently and um, in a way how he made people around him happy about that, that was kind of something for me always very special. Um, and you know what, I think even if my mom didn't, didn't necessarily, wasn't artistic or whatever, um, actually, I think I got the most kind of um, attitude and gut and kind of that, you know, push through and, you know, stand on your two feet kind of attitude from my mom because she didn't have the easiest life okay. in general without details. And I think, you know, she's like my best friend and I think I really got a lot from her, that, you know, at the end of the day, you need to be, be strong. You need to take care of yourself. You need to get out there and do something for yourself that, you know, one day you'll be proud of it and you'll leave some sort of legacy. So okay. it's for me that, you know, it's not even that, you know, my dad maybe was artistic, but I never got so much from him thinking-wise as from my mom. Okay. So, yeah.
0: How would you describe your energy as a maverick?
1: Constant.
0: Okay, so high energy, <laughs> low energy? High,
1: yeah, usually too high. Yeah. Okay,
0: there's no such thing as too high energy. Well,
1: that, you know that for sure, really. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, how do you see rules?
1: Break them, make your own, show people that there's no rules, who cares? Rules were made once by people like you, so who cares? Okay. Not who cares, maybe, but... Show people that there can be other rules that they can still feel comfortable with or actually try and get them out of their comfort zone. But rules were made by someone before you.
0: Okay. You
1: might as well play with
0: them. Excellent. Have you always taken a maverick approach to business or was there a particular trigger? Because from what you were saying, that, that you met somebody, that was the trigger. But I just want to make sure I've heard that right. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, the feeling was always there. Yeah. Um, since I came to London that I want to do something else. Oh my God, you know, it's in me. I've done a few things here and there. I, I looked at my energy. People like it. People respond to it, but there was never, you, you know, maybe actually I needed that trigger and meeting Darren Robson, who's yeah. Yeah. still my mentor, good friend, and you know him really well. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like I needed that kick in a butt. Does that make sense? So I needed. Completely. So much, yeah. So, yeah. so you know, it, sometimes I think you, you need it, you know, and sometimes I feel like not you won't necessarily get it from your parents or your friends because yeah. they'll be a bit more, oh, you know, well, things will be fine. Okay. And he was completely outside of my, his approach was completely outside of my comfort zone. So meeting him and getting that kick where he said, you need to leave your job, you need to do this, this is crazy, you've got all this talent, what's wrong with you? And I would be sitting there like basically a new, totally new book opens up in front yeah. of me. Okay um, of confidence and of possibilities that I would never believe that there could be. Maybe not never, but not necessarily right now. Okay. So yeah. So basically for me, definitely his approach and his kick and a butt I always say. Okay. Was the best thing I could ever have. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you always a maverick? Or do you choose to be so at times?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. I try to be maverick when I do my business, no. no uh,
0: but some people do.
1: No, you know what, uh, uh, maverick, yes, you know, yes and no. I, I mean, sometimes I let myself, especially my personal life, I let myself uh, uh, kind of, um, you know, tone down and uh, kind of relax my thoughts and step back and breathe and all that. And I feel when sometimes when I'm in... Uh, all the time. If you keep up doing this, you can a bit burn out. Yeah. So, if if it makes me a maverick, even going on a all day stroll up by the sea to breathe and look at blue sea, and seriously, my head then gets so open. Well, maybe that is even part of it. If that means that I'm okay. just a normal person who enjoys the nature, so be it.
0: Yeah, and I think you've but climbed... I
1: feel like a hippo.
0: And I think you've kind of answered the next question, which is, do you turn the maverickism level up and down?
1: Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's natural that your energy sometimes will be woo and sometimes a bit lower mm-hmm. for whatever reason, where all people, sometimes stupid weather can affect us. Um, but... Um, Definitely when I need to, and I feel like I should, I, I feel that kind of inner, kind of, you know, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You, you, have, you know what you're doing. That's the first thing I always say to myself. Because in the past, I would have some people doubting in me that, for example, I'm too young, that I'm from a different country. Uh, what am I actually doing in the room? Who is this girl? There, there, there's been some doubting when yeah. I started yeah. around me. That, yeah. that could really put pressure on and kind of close me up but i would always say to myself is that you come to that room and you know what you're doing you know what value you're going to give them yeah. you know you're going to be, you know you're going to do great work so just go and do it
0: yeah exactly okay. You know? okay what are the what are the advantages and disadvantages of being a maverick in business
1: in business um, advantages is that um, you can get a lot of people excited about what you do and respond to you positively sometimes even after a stupid coffee, an email, something, a visual, okay. whatever. So people really, I think people like basically are pulled to you, to your energy. People okay. think you like things can happen. Um, the disadvantages sometimes it can be that basically you can be a bit too much for some people. You're a bit outside of their norms. Or of their what they know, so they they fear that because they fear what they don't know. Yeah. So they they rather stay in the in the place where they know it, where everything is structured. They're happy. So sometimes they won't respond to your ideas or your energy or your passion.
0: Okay. Um, and and has age and experience altered your maverick approach?
1: has definitely made me a bit, a tiny bit calmer.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's purely because things are working out. Okay. Um, yeah, but I think, you know, uh, naturally, I guess, uh, um, everyone can say the older you get, the I think, I think I'm a bit more, I don't worry so much as I used to about what people think okay. about me, uh, about what's going to happen because Things will happen as they go, and if something bad happens, I will, in that moment, make sure that I can make some changes. Okay. So I stop necessarily working so much about these things. I think that you get that kind of inner confidence and more kind of, you know yourself.
0: Okay. What aspects of your business are you most maverick in?
1: Mm. Everyone tells me, I, I guess, basically, that's why it's such a... I guess exciting somewhere thing for them is that, you know, they always say how on earth can you listen to someone and draw as you go. So how can you, they are impressed with my two kind of senses that I can can use my listening very well whilst I'm using my, uh, physically my hand as I go and it still makes sense. So I think this little um, powerful skill opened up all stores doors for me because okay. it is such a rare thing I find myself as well. In the beginning I, th- I thought it's just things that many people would have and we all have been doodling when we are on the phone when when in school. People do that a lot. No, um, trust
0: me it's not, a, not necessarily
1: that they make
0: sense. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Okay, what aspects of your business are you least maverick in? So the, the drawing is the thing that you do Communicating via drawing is the thing that you do differently. So, what is the thing that you that is just the same as everybody else in in your business? It's
1: just the same as everyone else. I think. I mean, at least the, the people that I meet and I have. Let's say, let's talk about meeting people and and, and meetings. Um, I think i um, just like everyone else. Meeting, I I don't necessarily blow up some crazy show when, for example, I meet people or something, I just have a simple conversation like anyone else would. So I think that's not that I'm over the top or so different or present something that will blow them off their socks. I think it's pretty as everyone else. So in that, I just believe in the natural conversation between people. You don't have to go over the top to get people excited.
0: And what aspects of your life are you most maverick in? Mm. My
1: life. Trying different new things all the time. I love it. Give, me an, I,
0: give me an example.
1: Yeah, even if I'm better than. Like, I would, for example, start a, a guitar course just because okay. I feel like I'm going to be playing Brian Adams. <laughs> okay. And then I'll start and then was, and now I've been dancing for two months, and uh, songs to Beyonce and Justin Timberlake. And I will never be a dancer behind them, but I so love it. Okay. And it's such a different thing to me because you know when you do something every day, you so need to do something different, otherwise you go crazy. Yep. Um. So just try. Okay. Okay. Yes. okay. Even if I'm bad, who cares? It's
0: fun. Okay. What aspects of your life are you least maverick in? Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Is any part of being a maverick related to the legacy you want to leave behind? Yes, because
1: I just want to, in the end, I just want to kind of, wherever I go in the end, I, I want people to remember... That uh, that's like my mission when I talk to young people. That whatever the little, little idea you have, and you're scared of it, or you think that no one will accept it, or your parents won't support it, or there's no place for it, do it. Please do it. Like I just want to be a personal example of go and do it. See whatever happens, happens. But please do it. Because okay. It's, because as people say, sometimes. Uh, I heard one person saying that uh, what we do for hobby as a hobby would be the perfect job for us yeah. which we would put the most into, because yeah. yeah. we do it naturally yeah,
0: so I get so would I be right in saying the legacy is how you give back as well you're trying to give back in that way by helping um, other people
1: even you know even once i had i remember the deal you know, today like two two years ago, I went for a amazing uh conference with kids and where I was supposed to just draw. and this lady that was speaking there very senior director level she actually said well by the way guys I shouldn't be standing here and talking it was like 13 year olds this lady there she's like 23 or something mm. look at her she's doing that for business she just started yeah, yeah. why not she say something and no. I was like first of all I was terrified uh, I said a few things from the heart. Uh, and then afterwards, I even got the nicest email, like you mentioned once, I got the nicest email that I almost framed, where this teacher said that one of the girls, after what you said about your story, she uh, asked her mom definitely in the school if she can be supported into getting into ballet school because she just loves it, but they okay. don't have
0: money. Okay, So
1: they actually raised money in the school to get her to ballet. Oh, wow, that, what a lovely I thought, story. I like, yeah. Yeah, and I thought that even if that one person, if I touch just one person with whatever the hell I said there, I feel amazing. Exactly. Okay,
0: so we're about halfway through, okay? So, Mavericks tend to be risk takers.
1: Hmm.
0: What's the biggest risk you've taken in business to date? To
1: date, to start it.
0: Okay, fair enough. How many ventures have you taken in the past five years?
1: Five years, oh wow. Uh, the ones that I'm uh, just launching are, are as well, okay. Yeah, say, yeah. Should I just come?
0: Yeah, are these projects because you've got one business which is Natalica Design, yeah? Yeah, okay.
1: And do they do? It's like a leg of it, yeah? okay. So the, okay, yeah. Um, so basically, within Natalica Design, I mean, there's been loads of projects, but there's actually now, as we speak, I work. Next to Natoka Design and Dooley do on three quite exciting, totally new businesses that I really want to start, and they're kind of in the fifty percent done stage. Okay. So, so, end, so in yeah.
0: whi- in which case, from the way I'm asking the question, at the moment you've done five because yeah. the others aren't started yet; they're in oh, ideation. Yeah, so basically, okay. yeah, that is
1: uh, five, and within Natoka Design, of course, there's been Two.
0: some clip projects. Yeah. Okay. So. What, what would
1: I've done TEDx as an organizer of TEDx.
0: Okay, so what would you consider are the characteristics of a successful venture?
1: Characteristics. And Success
0: according to NAT.
1: Okay, so successful, yes, yeah? so for a venture. Uh, to be sustainable so so that its USPs are exciting enough. And creative enough that it can be sustainable mm-hmm. uh, so it needs to be really something that we haven't seen because if you see another business that tries to do the same thing you won't be surprised then in half a year or a year it's gone okay uh, yeah no I mean yeah, so that's the main thing I think so it's it just the idea needs to be different you can't do the same thing as everyone else um, and then definitely uh, it needs to have a purpose okay so, don't just do something that just it will give you money and you go leave this planet and that's it. Just have a bigger purpose than just your own little world.
0: Okay. So, of the ventures that you've yeah. done so far, what percentage were successful?
1: Well, they still are. Uh, the two are living, mm-hmm. um, and the three are not known yet to okay. the world. So, they're not going to happen.
0: So, what leads to successful execution of a venture?
1: A lot of passion, a lot of time, a lot of working hard, not whining about lack of time and life. Mm. Uh, believing, even if it was hard or nothing was happening, that it makes sense and it will be of value. Um, and having a great Circle of people around you who believe in what you do, even if you're annoying and don't have enough time for them. Okay. Uh, So basically, yeah. So make sure you have people around you, and you take care of these relationships because one day you can turn around and be on your own with your idea. Okay. Uh, And just basically, yes. uh, Have us have, you know, just believe in yourself and, and. that it can happen, but just really could work into it because nothing happens on its own.
0: Okay. What did you do that makes the venture successful? Or is it just all of the above?
1: Uh, no, because in the in the beginning, I, I was too focused. Uh, that's what I'm saying about the relationships mm. because I was so crazy running around making it happen that I and didn't take care enough of some of my relationships in my life, which I learned a hard lesson. So okay. now I'm... Making sure that there's a balance. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if I have the best project, I need to make sure that someone still cares about it. Around yeah. me. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know a- what, Billy? In, in, in all the fairness, I was literally myself. I smiled at everyone. I asked for help, even if it didn't make sense. I said, I, I promised things that I will do uh, for people without asking for anything back and I just spread the energy that if this needs to happen, or I'm going to go crazy. Okay. So it was me getting out there to people and, and and telling them how much I want to do it.
0: Okay, okay. Have you had any projects that have been unsuccessful? Of course. Okay, so when you've had projects that are unsuccessful, what's the main reason for their failure?
1: Uh, they weren't... Um, they weren't basis, basically people uh, either didn't need them as others, uh, and I thought they would, and it didn't happen because they, that was not of their need. That was more my kind of, okay, oh, this will be amazing. Yeah. Um, I didn't promote them well enough. So they were kind of on the backbone, oh, yes, okay, this is going to happen, and I didn't have enough time to promote them. And, um, And I try to do too many things. Uh, I learned that I need to focus on what I do best. I don't have to do all other things because that's what other people in my medium do. Okay. Just I I narrow it down and focus on what I do best.
0: Okay. As a maverick, what are you afraid of?
1: The future. Okay. (laughs) Uh, As a maverick, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I just don't want people to lose that, that um, excitement for what I'm offering in my as, as myself and as my, as my business. I want them to always uh, to uh, be excited about it because there's so many things around us, so many things every day pop up. Okay. The uh, world is changing super fast yeah. and I just hope that there'll be always a place for my mission
0: yep yeah. i'm writing something down because i think there's something you should read that might help you with that okay, uh,
1: okay.
0: tell me I'll, i will i would tell you after the interview yet yeah? okay. um how important is having a team to you as a maverick um or is this relevant is? because you work on your own uh
1: it's not the same true. I don't work on my own. I work, I don't um, um okay, how to say that? I have a team but I have a team of a lot of individuals. What I mean by that is they do other things apart from working with me right. and, and but we are a team and whenever there's a concept to talk about, whenever there's a project to talk about or implement they're there by my side sometimes without even me needing to ask them for help or for their time, and and I sometimes ask them why? Why are you still around? Why are you? You know, we don't have everyday projects, or we don't have, you know, a physical office that so many people need to be together every day. And they just said, you know what? I just freaking love what you do, and you, and you, and even if I have my other stuff, I want to be part of the team. Okay. So whenever you do things together, it just it just opens your mind sometimes because. Sometimes you will be like, as I said before, oh, this is the best idea in the world. And someone will literally knock me on my head and say, Natalia, this is crap. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Do you you draw upon other mavericks in any way?
1: Yeah, of course. My God, I have the whole, again, wall in front of me of inspiration, from Steve Jobs to Branson to uh, closer to me like Darren and other uh, mentors that I have. Uh, my mom, anyone, so basically there's no, if you don't learn that's the worst thing, I feel like if I didn't feel like I have another challenge coming soon, um, that means that something's kind of not right, so you have to have that feeling of having a challenge all the time and learning from others.
0: How and where did you get your permission to be a Maverick?
1: How and where? I think actually from Darren. Okay. My mentor.
0: Okay. Yeah. Does
1: when he met me and, and kicked me in the ass.
0: Okay. Does being a maverick affect your approach to leadership?
1: Yes. How? Yes, yes, yes. That's because, uh, first of all, I'm surrounded by so many leaders at my work that it's just the observation taught me so many things. and the things that I'm listening from them talking so many things and I think about it so differently that uh you know when I started when uh, you know it was a word that just came into my life and everyone started talking about it. and I was like leadership leadership okay so you're like the boss yeah and I just learned so many things that this is you know uh, best leaders the person that steps back and lets others uh, grow and engage and give them the ideas and you guys now, this is your baby, you do it. Mm. So so for me it's just such a... Yeah, it's just something I'm learning all the time. Okay. It's, it's, I think that the learning never stops.
0: Okay. Is being a maverick related to creativity? Yes. How?
1: You need to have a head full of ideas and... Uh, And it helps you to be creative, to be a maverick, because um, sometimes I feel like even if I'm, let's say, put uh, through the wall and I uh, need to respond immediately to something, being creative really helps. Okay. Because I have to come up with A, B, C, D and make stuff happen. Okay. So it helps.
0: What about innovation? How is being a maverick related to innovation?
1: It is because it's connected in my head with uh, innovation, Is doing things differently, new, making things new and making things uh, uh, basically um, that haven't been there before. Okay. So that's how it's connected.
0: Are there any career decisions you regret as they relate to your potential as a maverick? Uh,
1: Yes, I mean, in the beginning, before the whole craziness started with business, I was doing things that... Didn't inspire me at all, and I felt like just uh, um, it really affected my everyday life. Some people are happy with what they do, mm-hmm. how they do it, and the simplicity of it, and the sameness of it. Yeah, I can't, I can't stand
0: it. Okay, okay. <laughs> it, it sounds like a you know quite a few people I've interviewed now have said. Do you know what? The 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 biggest career decision I regret was not leaving sooner. You know, that comes up quite a lot. Okay, yeah. it's been really interesting, um, and you've already touched on this quite a bit, but Mavericks tend to be learners. What are you a student of? I mean, okay, I know you're a student of guitar and dance, but
1: yeah, anything else? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm a student of... Uh... Of people who did it better and uh, better before me. So basically everyone that I told you about, people that I read about, people mm. that I meet, my mentors, uh a- again my family, my mom especially. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a learner of life, of the of the approach to life. I okay. love when I meet someone full of energy and I just want to feed off that and yeah. learn that.
0: Yeah. You've said quite a few names, Nat. Is there anyone, if I said to you, is there anyone who's a maverick that inspires you? Who's the first person out of everything you've read and seen and met? Who's the first person who runs into your head? Of course,
1: Richard Branson. I think he was mentioned a lot. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. What do you have to suffer because you're a maverick?
1: Um, I wouldn't call it... Suffer because I so love what I do, so I, uh, you know, I wake up every day, and as a cliche as it sounds, I love my day. Yeah. Uh, but I sacrifice a lot of time. Okay. So that's something that definitely everyone always says to me Natalia, it's Friday, where are you? Natalia, where do you find the time? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, you do need to put all the time, and I'm sure you know that. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: What motivates you as a maverick?
1: The possibilities. The people that I'm going to meet, uh, um, the places that I'm going to see, and uh, what can become more and bigger and touch more, more people of my business than what it is right now.
0: Okay. Do you like being a maverick? I like. Do you like being a maverick? Oh,
1: yeah. Is be.
0: Is being a maverick a responsibility in any way?
1: Um, I would say it's, it, 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 no. Um, responsibility. Um, I guess the only responsibility is that people expect certain things from you, certain qualities, certain uh, features, certain virtues, certain opinions. Okay. Uh, but I feel like that's part of me, my personality, so it comes naturally. Um, so I don't give. Um, okay. I, the only thing I feel like I need to be, you know, take care of is what I'm doing right now and make it right. But when you're yourself, it just everything comes naturally, I think.
0: Okay. Is being a maverick important and
1: why? Important. Yes, because as I mentioned before, um, sometimes even you're not aware how you can positively touch some people. Uh, Whether it's giving them an idea, whether it's um, actually making them do stuff, whether it's changing their opinions or just basically maybe having a bit of think about their opinions. Um, Yeah, it's basically all about for me that it uh, can touch people in different ways. Okay.
0: Now we've nearly finished the interview. I've got just a few more questions left. On a scale of 1 to 10, how maverick are you? Not in, oh, not in. Okay. Hang on, not in comparison to everybody else, just you. You
1: know what? I feel that um, I can never say ten because if I say ten, what do I aspire to? Okay. So I would say that I am I seven in the making.
0: A seven in the making. Okay. What? Yes. What? Ec- excellent. I want to be better. Right. What advice would you give to someone who feels they're a maverick so that they can be the best possible maverick they can be? All I can say is don't overthink it, just do it. Okay. Nicely, very succinct. How do you promote or serve other people to be mavericks? I get together with people. I I
1: talk to them I uh, listen to them even the whole do we do the hidden message uh, the hidden mission behind it is to meet these people uh, listen to their stories and if that makes us all in the evening have new ideas or excite someone or again you know get in touch with them and be able to talk to them after something that's amazing
0: okay how do you serve yourself? Serve myself, in what way? Well, I was interviewing somebody, and they said, you know, this is how I help all the other mavericks, but how I serve myself is, I make sure... His, I mean, he's a fitness guy, and he was saying, I make sure I'm fit, I make sure I'm meditating, I make sure I take time out, because if I do all that, I will be the best maverick I can be. Um, I think I've learned to
1: serve myself. I think in my first year of the whole starting the business, I never thought about that and it's a bad thing to do and I I learned uh, that it's so important to serve yourself and have a new time, whatever that means to you. For me, it means, for example, six hours of dance in a week, which I thought I would never have time for Mm -hmm. in the crazy world and I don't care. I'm going to find the time. I turn off completely. I... I just want to have time
0: for myself in that way. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm. Nat, what's your biggest ambition right now?
1: Mm.
0: Biggest ambition?
1: To continue to be happy. Okay. I want to be
0: happy. That's a commendable one. Okay, if you could have a superhero power, what would it be?
1: Um, uh, once I thought about it, I thought between flying and being invisible yeah. and I thought, uh, I think I would like to be invisible because I would then sneak into, uh, for example, a bit observe uh, Branson's life, Steve Jobs' life and all these amazing people I would love to always meet okay. and, and learn, learn, learn okay. and go to free concerts. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you do for fun?
1: Dance, go to concerts, uh, meet friends, uh, and uh, act uh, just like a dork sometimes. So, you know, whatever that means. Create crazy parties, dress up parties or something.
0: Okay. Final question. What would you like to have been asked that I haven't asked you? Um, If anything. Um
1: family, I think, because they're such an important part of my life, my brother with his wife and a baby, my mom, they're my strength, they're my everything, I always get emotional when I talk about them, because at the end of the day, you know, I left the country, I miss them so much, and I would love my mom to see me sometimes more often what I do, because she never sees that, and when she saw recently my TED Talk, she, she doesn't understand English, she has no clue. But the love that I'm getting from them and the, how proud they are—it's like the most rewarding thing in the world that they know that I'm happy because I'm doing what I love. I can support myself. Mm. I'm, I'm happy. I, you know, I'm flying with my life in a way that my mom would never think for me. And it's just the uh, like most important thing in my life. Whatever happens, I have them. This is like the most. I would. I could talk about them forever.
0: Okay. So. Thank you for letting me interview you.